What is up with truckstop.com? I mean, if you're anybody in this industry or at least a user of truckstop.com, you definitely know there's an issue. We're going to talk about that in 45 seconds. This is Talk Freight. Our goal is to get truck drivers modernized. Modernized. Craig is here to help the little guy look like the bigger guy by keeping drivers up to date on trucking news and technology, tips and tricks from working at shippers, and resources to enhance their business to make more money. This is Talk Freight, and this is Craig Bliss. All right, everybody. As I said, if you're a user of TruckStop, well, you know that there is an issue. I mean, you're on Facebook, if you watch Freight Waves, if you're a member of our group Freight Brokers or Truck Drivers or have liked the truckstop.com page, it is clear there's an issue. And now what is this issue? Not exactly sure. Up until today, it's just been a little bit of speculation here and there and back and forth between you know members of the communities, online communities, if you will as well as some rumors brewing up in the rumor mills from different professionals within the industry. And now, last, this is the last week before Christmas, and on Friday, February 20th, uh, Truck Stop went down. They went black. Not only Truck Stop. You know, Truck Stop is more than just a load board. They have compliance with, you know, Safer Watch. They have a TMS system or a TMS-like system with ITS Dispatch. The list goes on and on. And as far as I know, the majority, if not all of those systems, happen to be down. And they just happen to be down the weekend before Christmas. But let's just be glad they didn't go down, you know, last weekend. Because if you guys remember, last weekend was Friday the 13th. And that would have been a little strange and a little uneasy feeling, if you will. And truckstop.com went down on uh, Friday the 13th. Nonetheless, they went down. It does not matter what day they went down. Those babies, they went down and all the systems with it. And now on Friday, I have to admit, on Friday, you know, February 20th, when it was kind of trickling out like a sprinkler, um, if you will, I just thought, you know, down for maintenance. You know, my website, FreightBrand.com, happens to be down for maintenance right now because we're doing a redesign. So I thought, hell, it's the end of the year. Maybe truckstop.com is doing the same exact thing. I'm sure all will be well tonight or maybe Saturday morning. Saturday came and gone. Sunday came and gone. By Sunday night, the chirps started chirping even louder. You know, everybody started talking about truckstop.com within the Facebook communities. And everybody started asking, now, this is more than just a, uh, a maintenance or this is more than just a common update on truck stop side what is going on and i have to say i started asking myself what is going on as well and of course truck stop they haven't released much over the weekend if you follow their page truckstop.com page uh on friday saturday and sunday and i believe even today they said about the same post saying they are aware of the issue obviously and they are working around the clock to resolve this issue so users can go back up they also mentioned at the last part, the most very important part or the most important part about that post, they said they don't have an ETA, okay? That was a little bit scary part. Even the first post on Friday, I was, wasn't as nervous because I thought, hell, you know, websites, they do go down, okay? 
but websites are definitely internet companies that are as powerful as truckstop.com with as many business units and different divisions and features and products under them like safer watch their compliance or tms uh the insurance all that jazz you know the issue is a little bit bigger than maintenance okay freight waves today finally reported this morning i believe at like 10 20 eastern time um that truckstop.com released a statement saying that they've been affected by possible malware they didn't say anything about ransom right now is just about the malware attacks and of course they said they are resolving the issues which we are very confident that they are definitely working on those issues right after minutes after it seems freightwaves.com or freightwaves posted about the truckstop.com statement truckstop posted on their page that uh you know they are aware of the issue of course and that they will release information immediately if any of the registered users are affected by this issue and now right now this is obviously annoying okay it goes more than just a simple annoyance okay an annoyance may be um running out of sugar for your coffee in the morning okay that's a typical annoyance an, an issue or a big annoyance is when your business relies on technology and that technology goes down, okay? And now you have to look at both sides of the coin here. Kind of an unbiased approach here. Of course, the first thing to be do, the first thing that people do is get mad at the product or the service. Now, in this case, it's very interesting from what Freightways is kind of uh, implying and from what uh, from what Truckstop has said um, so far, it's kind of clear that it could be a malware attack Therefore, more information should be processed about it. And now I'm not saying that this is uncommon because as it turns out, malware attacks at companies are actually not uncommon at all. If this is the first time you're hearing about it, it's probably because it's now affecting you. And now one thing I always talk about with the rules, regulations, different, you know, whatever in the industry is a lot of people don't care until it affects them, even though it's an issue to maybe their brothers or sisters or their neighbors. Okay. So if you haven't been aware of that companies, you know, agencies are attacked by malware every single day, it happens, okay? Every single day. Not only that, you know, it's um, uh, government agencies, you know, all the time are attacked or intimidated by these malware attacks or attackers. Freightwaves this morning mentioned something about a hospital being attacked. I actually remember that. That was sometime earlier this year, I believe could be wrong, where a hospital was held ransom, if you will, and they had to pay a certain amount of money to get their system back up in place imagine that people a hospital where people are laying on a bed dying okay and these attackers attacked a hospital and the hospital could not resolve the issue you know immediately what i'm saying is when people get attacked the companies oftentimes they can't do something to resolve the issue right away okay it's if a government agencies of hospitals of other products and services companies face the same issues for around the same duration of time that just shows that the companies have their hands tied okay it's kind of serious i mean just a couple years ago um if you guys didn't hear but i'm sure everybody's heard about it i believe it was at least two or three years ago the uh, ship company merce you know they were targeted by cyber attack it was 2017 i remember 2017 looking up now merce was attacked by i believe a russians um malware or ransomware attackers if you will and they lost on the tune of like 250, 300 million dollars during that attack. You know, it was very similar to truckstop.com's in respect to, or in regards to all the systems or the majority of systems 
going down. And now, as I was looking up that particular malware, where blah, blah, that malware was Maersk, I stumbled upon another article that I did not read entirely that said a business unit of FedEx was also impacted by that same cyber attack at that same time. Again, it shows this happens pretty often. And now you may ask yourself, well, I didn't hear about that one. Well, it's because not always, not all companies release the details of attacks as it happen. And now it's for a number of reasons. My first reasons, I think, okay, you don't want the enemy know that you're scared. Number one, let's call the malware an enemy and let's call, you know, the company us. We do not want the enemy to know we are scared. We want to dare to let the enemy know what we are doing to prepare to resolve this issue or respond to the issue at least, okay? So companies, they try to instead take it up in their own hands. They try to handle it internally, you know, with their team. I'm sure with law enforcement, uh, you know, their attorneys they have, as well as other IT members and different you know, experienced security analysts in the industry. And it's oftentimes we only hear about it when the problem becomes severe enough, it becomes visible or the problem becomes visible enough or starts impacting enough people that people start talking about it. And those people start telling their friends and those friends start telling other friends. In the era of social media, guess what happens, people? It's like that Red Rover game or that telephone game. I don't know which one. It's been a long time since the uh, since the uh, playground. Anyways, you know, it's just like that with the with the world of social media. Somebody posts, "Hey, what's up with Truck Stop Online?" Boom, a hundred comments within minutes are posted with people's speculations, with people's opinions, and with people's um, non-expert advice about how to resolve the issue. Not only that, through the noise, you do see how people's business is actually impacted. People who are, you know, dedicated to the product or service that you're using, and then it goes down, okay, to no fault of their own, and they understand no fault of the company, but the end result is their system goes down and they are unable to conduct business on a day-to-day -day basis. When this baby went down on Friday, not so bad. I'm going to be honest. I'm sure a lot of people are looking forward to getting out of the office a little bit earlier, so when the system went down, they threw their hands up. I'm going to be the first man. I have done it. As you know, at working at brokerage, I have definitely done it working at a carrier. You know, you get to a point when you know how to load your drivers may not be the easiest, but you just jump off the low board, maybe do something else. Regardless, Friday wasn't that big of an issue. Over the weekend, it was definitely an issue, not big of an issue. But come Monday, when it's just days away from Christmas, a last little push for the retail nonsense, getting this stuff out, you know, that Santa can't bring on his damn sleigh, the system goes down. You know, truckstop.com wouldn't be one of the largest load boards if they didn't have, you know, the numbers behind them. I believe they have something in the tune of 200,000 active users with over 500,000 loads posted daily. That means a lot of people are impacted. I go again, not just them, their TMS, you know, the compliance, uh, the list goes on and on. I spoke to a few friends in the industry over the weekend that were begging for some some kind of information to relieve them a little bit because this happens to be their peak time and there's no way to send their carriers rate confirmation, you know, as them being the broker. And there's no way they can organize their shipments because their TMS is down and they're nervous about the compliance because a safer watch is down. People, it is rough. And now I have to say, you know, earlier I mentioned with Maersk and even a business unit of FedEx. I mentioned, you know, government agencies and our hospitals. I have to say one thing. 
If a company that docks a ship every 15 minutes somewhere in the world like Merce can recover, I am confident a powerful company like truckstop.com can recover from this. It's going to take time. And now I did catch the tail end real quick before I move on. I did catch the tail end of FreightWaves uh, report on truckstop.com today. And their security analyst that they had on this show today, he gave his contact information on that show. So if you go on FreightWaves.com, find it, whatever. Uh, he mentioned today that typically on average, it takes about 10 to 14 days. I think he said 10 to 15 days. I didn't write it down. Uh, 10 to 15 days, okay, before companies start shifting gears, if you will, okay, before they start changing their strategy. And he was meaning this. Right now, Truck Stop is down. If indeed this is a, an official malware slash ransomware slash attack of some sort that's requiring a response or a respond to demands from the attackers, they're saying on average, this security analyst is saying on average is about 10 or 15 days before a company sh you know, shifts gears. Hopefully, truckstop.com can recover from this before it gets that long because as he mentioned, you know, as the U.S. stands behind, we do not pay you know these these attackers you know we don't pay the ransomware we don't pay uh we don't pay them and that's just what i'm hoping is here and now i want to talk about one of the biggest thing here what's the impact and now i just talked about a little bit um it's not just carriers it's not just brokers and not just shippers it's not just other businesses that need to use the tools and systems built in within truck stop you know umbrella of uh features it's everybody okay the list goes on and on not only that it's the person the victim the company which is truck stop and now typically what happens uh when truck stop or excuse me when companies are attacked they just typically do the manual way of business i believe that's how Maersk did it when i was looking it up a little bit i believe as fedex i'm just not exactly sure how an internet company goes manual if you guys have ideas if you guys have you know more um experience or knowledgeable uh manual process way of doing you know going about with internet companies i don't that didn't make sense i don't know what i'm trying to say if you guys are experienced in knowing how internet companies continue uh the manual way let me know because i'm interested if not i guess we have to rely on what that security analyst uh analyst said with freightways this morning saying about 10 to 15 days before companies shift course and start figuring out what's the next step if they're going to pay or what they're going to do and now how did this happen? Well, I'm going to tell you. Actually, I don't know. Is no one knows. Okay, I guess that was a uh, um, a bad attempt at a joke there. But no one knows is definitely above my pay grade. Is definitely above anybody in these Facebook groups pay grade. Today in my group, freight brokers and truck drivers on Facebook. There's a few comments from uh, posters, you know, saying that one guy's saying, oh, I think it's this. Another guy's arguing back saying, no, it's not that. And they were legit going back and forth. And I think both of them did not work at truckstop.com, okay? And so no one knows, that's my point. No one knows what's going on, so it's not much to say. We can only assume, you know, what's going on based on the information being released. Right now, the only official information that I know of is being released on truckstop.com Facebook page. And I'm sure there are other social media channels, but I mean, you know, FreightWave did catch a little bit of more information today at least about the malware. Of course, truckstop.com is a group sponsor of ours. So I did reach out to them. Their phone lines have been down because that's another feature that's been affected. So everything just be kind of black. And so I don't blame them for not getting back to me. 
Uh, but I am confident they will get back to me, get back to our group to let our members know what is going on, what they can do, um, and just like that. And now, I want to mention something, and it seems pretty basic, but at the end, I'm going to mention some basic, powerful tips and tricks you can do to not have anything like this affect you, because it not only affects companies, it affects people. It affects everyday people like grandparents, you know, drivers, your wives, even your kids if your kids are older. But Lord knows how this happened, okay? And now this is, I'm gonna talk about if this is officially a malware attack. No one knows how this happens, but I can tell you how easy it is, okay? It is as easy as receiving an email with an attachment, with an attack in it, or in a link that is not a real link inside that email. Meaning, I'm sure you guys all have received an email that looks noticeably spammy or noticeably scammy. Just how the words are written or the email looks just complete. The email address looks completely out of whack or a familiar link is visibly showing, you know, unfamiliar characters, if you will. And now think about those tips and tricks from those amateur hackers when you see those and you know for sure it's a, you know, a spam or a scammy email. Think about the professionals and how they do it. I imagine they're, you know, what they do, uh, their strategies are a little bit more professional, probably a little bit harder to detect. And I mean like this, the typical one from amateur spammers and hackers and all those people you want to call them, um, it'll be something like someone change your password, click here if it wasn't you. What well, you would think to, in your head, oh shit, I haven't changed my password in years. Definitely wasn't me, let's click here. From there, it will say, well, type in your old password, create a new password. Now they have your exact password. And when you type in that new password, it's not changing the official password for that website, people. That's how easy it is. It happens every single day, okay? Hackers, what they do is they find a weak link within a system or network to gain entry. And once they do, they quickly release and then spread these attacks throughout the systems. And now, once that net network is compromised, there's literally no telling when the problem will be noticed by the company. And that's by the company's IT or their security personnel or anybody in the company. This is because hackers and these malware people and these scammers, they are very careful and deliberate on their goals, okay? It can take days, weeks, months, possibly years before an attacker makes himself known, okay? They do this because they get in, okay? They kind of sneak on in either through an unsafe email attachment that the new guy down the hallway clicked on um, and opened up and spreading around. Uh, once they get in, they kind of secure their place. They figure out what they want. They secure it, maybe lock in the information, maybe mine the information. Then they start requesting what they want from the heads of the company. And now, Obviously, with Truckstop being an internet company, they have a ton of data within their system. We're talking about the compliance, you know, the insurance, the manufacturing, um, the even the TMSs. Therefore, Truckstop has a powerful security team and as well as systems in place to kind of safeguard, you know, events and information like this. The problem is these hackers and spammers and all that, it seems like they're getting stronger or a lot smarter, if you will, because their targets are getting larger. I just mentioned earlier, you know, different government agencies are being targeted, uh, different transportation companies like Maersk and a division of FedEx, 
Freight waves just remind us today that a hospital was even essentially held hostage to get their operations and information released back to them once they paid a fee. So we all know truck stops doing whatever they can to fix the issue. It's definitely not fast enough for all of us users out there, especially drivers who rely on the system every day to make more money by finding loads, connecting with brokers and shippers, you know, within their systems, as well as brokers. Right now, it's hard for them. They can't even send a rate confirmation to a carrier. You know, they, they can't even conduct business, have all their loads organized, possibly with PODs, probably can't even print out PODs, as well as they are not, you know, meeting new vendor partners um, like they usually do using the truckstop.com load board and other features within it. Of course, your rating tools and all that jazz. And I have to say, you know, as the world continues to utilize all this powerful technology that's constantly being introduced to us to conduct business with the masses over the internet, security measures and infrastructure improvements need to be made, okay? Again, this is all above my pay grade and I'm sure it's all above your pay grade. That is just my opinion. There's a ton of new technology being released every single day, new features being released within these technologies and updates to go on it weekly with this technology and i feel the internet is still being um how do you say it still um getting accustomed to this overload therefore security within your operation security internet security within your business needs to be your number one priority because everybody says it does not affect me until it does okay no one cares until it affects your money okay in this case we can all say in a way with 200,000 active users on truckstop.com we can say truckstop.com is not the only victim us 200,000 active paying users per month are also victims because we're not able to conduct business as we normally would on a day-to-day -day business I know a lot of my flatbed guys, a lot of my specialty guys, uh, you know, owner op, small outfit, maybe, you know, a husband and wife, uh, you know, a guy, a couple of dudes with them. They're struggling right now because they kind of rely on truckstop.com. All their eggs are in one basket. It's not bad when the systems are up and working, but I also want to mention this technology is made to help and improve our operations. Yes, there is wrinkles in between that we iron out as we move forward, okay? But as you utilize the technology, remember, we are human, interact with other humans like humans, meaning get off the technology every now and again, pick up the phone, call your vendors, call the people you do business with. Don't just have electronic relationships about them. Christmas is coming up, Hanukkah. I mean, there's a lot of different holidays different celebrations coming up pick up the phone this is a perfect time to get off technology and pick up the phone and rebuild these relationships yeah it's during a time that is very overwhelming you know systems are down you know i i definitely understand it but this gives everybody a great chance pick up the phone rebuild relationships maybe with people that they haven't had a relationship with in quite some time to try to generate freight or if you're a broker to try to find a truck to cover your freight and now Earlier today, I said, I'm gonna mention about starting with the basics and we're gonna do this. Now, truckstop.com is a huge company, okay? 
And so what what they can do to prevent this from happening is probably going to be a little bit different from what you and I can do from it happening to us. And now I can only assume you and I, <laughs> you, you know, me and the, my listeners out there are not going to be targeted with such a big attack, um, you know, as truck stop or other companies like Merck or division of FedEx. However, it could happen to us in different ways that could feel just as strong or just as impactful as truck stop. And now the basics, okay. A lot of times when I uh, consult agents, brokers, or even carriers, we would start with their email to see who are they communicating with. And oftentimes I see that they just throw their email out into the wind to anybody in the transportation industry in hopes they will get freight. I'm not saying this is the wrong way to do it. I'm also saying this is not the right way to do it. And I will tell you why. It's because when you send your email all willy-nilly out into the masses, you're probably expecting responses from the people who are control of the company you're trying to communicate with. However, oftentimes, people who are not representatives of that company get a hold of your information and maybe respond back acting like that company you're trying to um, get in contact with. It could be as simple as they would say, hey, J you know, Jim Bob, received your information, please send over your packet, fill out these banking information, um, and you know, we will get you set up right away. As it turns out, it may not be a real shipper. It may not be a real brokerage. It could even be as simple as, here Jim Bob, fill out this RFQ, open up this attachment, and it may not be a safe attachment for you to open up. There's a lot of stuff people out there, the list goes on and on about how easy to do. So what you can do, my number one takeaway is this, Consider using multiple emails. Separate, first off, your personal life should be completely separate from your business life. That is number one, okay? Use multiple emails. I'll tell you my emails. I have one email for newsletters, store coupons. Anybody says, hey, what's your email? They get this particular email that is, you know, secure to me. However, I don't care if it's, you know, gets compromised. It's not important. It has nothing important inside there. Another email I have is for my banking, my 401k, my healthcare, my army crap, and other secure logins. That is an extremely secure login. And that's an email that does not, you know, I don't give out, okay? I also have an email for family and friends and other, you know, business associates or acquaintances I wanna keep in contact with. I also have an email for just social media logins, okay? I would never dare to have the same social media login as my bank, okay? If one person finds out the login information for my social media or for my bank or what have you, they can start attempting to try to gain access, okay? At minimum, you should have a two-factor authentication on all of your uh, websites and you know logins that you use. That means when you try to log in, it will send you a text saying, do you approve this login? You should definitely have that at least, okay? But having separate emails for different things you do in your life, like one for just coupons and crap, one for your social media, one for you know the business, one for your friends and family, um, one for important stuff like 401 healthcare and banking. It makes it much easier to control who has your information, okay? If I get an email from my bank, you know, sent to my social media email, I'm gonna know 100,000 million percent it is spam, scam, or not for me because my bank only has one email on file and that is my secure email, okay? You need to do that. And if you receive a phone call for someone requesting your personal information or, or information about your business, 
And if you have a weird feeling, click. Okay, let me do that again. Click, hang up that damn phone, Google the number, or look up a number that you know of that's an official number for that company and call them yourself and just say, look, I received a call, I had a weird feeling. I'm sorry if it was true. I just wanna call back to verify. It's that simple, people. If you feel like you have been targeted, if you feel like any of your emails, your passwords, or anything have been compromised, definitely change them now. Make sure it's unique. Make sure it's not the same password as something else to keep your stuff safe. Definitely use a combination of special characters like an exclamation mark, a comma, a money sign, hashtag, excuse me, uh, and use different passwords for different sites and never again, never, once more for the people in the back, never use an unsecure email or a easily guessable password for your emails, your bank, or anything that has to do with your money, okay? I wanna say it like that because it's extremely important. And now, back when I was a youngin', over 10 years ago, I worked for a little time at Apple. One of my main jobs was to help people with their Apple support, their Apple IDs, stuff like that. The number one call complaint or the number one call driver that I had was from older people here in the US who was scammed out of their Apple ID password. They would say, Craig, I understand what you're saying about the importance of changing their emails. I cannot remember the damn things. Therefore, all of my stuff is one password. You need to change that, okay? Quit making these excuses because you can't remember them. Write the damn things down. Put them somewhere else secure, okay? Put it under something. You have to change your passwords. The moment you get complacent with this, the moment you let your guard down, your crap is getting hacked and it starts with one. If your email gets hacked, they can use that to hack your 401k, open up credit cards in your name, maybe take out a mortgage or a reverse mortgage even worse, or they could do something that would disrupt your life and make it overwhelming in the time period you're trying to figure it out. In this case, truckstop.com was affected. They're not the only victim. Us 200,000 active paying users of the site is also affected. Do what you can to not be a victim as well. It is my hope truckstop.com will be back up and running here soon, which I know they will. They're a great company with an awesome team behind them, and I'm confident they will. But until next time, today is Make More Money Monday, so catch a video with me on our Facebook group, Freight Brokers and Truck Drivers. Until next time, say no to cheap freight, remain professional, and let's make more money. See you later. This is Talk Freight. We got to get on down the road. We hope we've helped by giving you some useful modern-day information to help your operations. The Facebook group is called Freight Brokers and Truck Drivers. You can find it by searching on Facebook. And the website is www.craigbliss.com. Make sure to join our community, broadcasting from the Phoenix Desert. Until next time, say no to cheap freight. <laughs> Remain professional. And let's make more money. This is Talk Trade with Craig Bliss, signing off. We'll see y'all down the road.